Hello, everyone. Welcome to the U plus AI podcast. I call it on the spot because I put my guests on the spot. So uh, welcome. Uh, today I have uh, Jeremiah Robinson, who's the founder and CEO of Psionic. I just finished a podcast recording with him where we talked in depth about what he and his team at Psionic are doing. They're doing some amazing stuff like science fiction. They're actually making bionic clothing to help people with uh, neurological motor disabilities arising out of cerebral palsy or multiple sclerosis, stroke, and much, much more. So we went in depth into what the solution is, how they're developing it, what are they, uh, you know, what did they learn from their clinical trials, and perhaps what this platform could enable a range of use cases. So be sure to listen into that, uh, the U plus AI podcast in your favorite podcast app. So uh, let's move ahead. Uh, let me welcome Jeremiah Robinson. And Jeremiah, why don't you introduce yourself uh, to our audience? Thank you, Ranga. Yes, my name is Jeremiah Robinson. I'm the founder and CEO of Psionic. Um, we build bionic clothing that can measure, predict, and augment the human body. I uh, started the company in 2018, motivated by my daughter's own diagnosis of cerebral palsy and desire to find solutions that were better than crutches, canes, walkers, and wheelchairs. Great, great. Welcome. Welcome. It's a pleasure to have you here. So let's uh, get on with our fun segments or on-the-spot fun segments. So the first one is uh, true or false, where I'll give you a statement about you know AI, healthcare, whatever, and I'll ask you to say if it is true or false in your perspective. Of course, there are no right or wrong answers. It's just your perspective. And whatever you say, you can kind of explain why you feel that way. Okay, so let's get started. Here's your true or false. We are far away from unlocking the true potential of using AI in healthcare. True or false? I think true on that, the time scales uh, of what has to occur for us to get there. First, we have to build more generalized models, but then we have to uh, be respective of the very broad diversity within healthcare. So the, you know, your typical model in the consumer world that takes large amounts of very homogeneous data to make predictions. Now we have mm. very broad swaths of heterogeneous data. And so the challenge there of just having generalized AI models to either diagnose or predict across the full spectrum. I mean, think of like how far away we are from uh, that in healthcare. And then you have to factor in the regulatory landscape and getting through getting those models through. But it's coming and I'm excited to, to be a part of that, but it'll take some time. Okay, great, great. So let's move on to our next segment. Uh, I call this fill in the blanks, where I give you a statement and I say dash, dash. So you can fill that dash with whatever you think, a word, a phrase, a sentence, whatever. Again, it's up to you. So here's your fill in the blanks. The biggest concern that patients have in the use of AI in healthcare is dash. For me, I think that that use of AI in healthcare, um, the biggest challenge for individuals, right, is 
going to be, how does it work? <laughs> and I think mm. that's a big, big question for AI. And I think that's the challenge with regulatory. I think it's the challenge with the care providers and with the users themselves. And I think that for the users, probably the least amount of concern is, mm. you know, how does it work? But for regulator, regula regulators and uh, providers, I, I think the big challenge is trying to understand the processes by which an AI model, especially one like a neural network that's very hard to audit, uh, how is it going to work and how is it going to fail? And those are the, the challenges that I think are the most paramount in using AI in healthcare. Okay. Um, just a thought on that. As a patient, when I go, right, I mean, do I always know, for example, if the physician gives me a drug, do I always know how it's working? I mean, I know that, you know, if I have it, it'll work and I trust the physician, but yeah, that's pretty much I think, it. I, I mean, that's why I say that the, the, the providers, I kind of, I kind of cheated on the question because I think the user just like, give it to me. I want to have it and we'll <laughs> see how, see how it goes. Um, and, and, but I think that, you know, we see this in, in, um, uh, automotive and autonomy, right? A lot of the models that are based on neural nets, like NVIDIA is the only one who's sort of doing real end-to-end -end AI. Everybody else has these sort of very, you know, decision trees and, and things of that nature that are easier to audit. Mm. So I, I think that you're right. The users are going to be like, I'll give it a try. Let's give it a go. Okay, great, great. So um, let's get to our um, last segment. I, I call this a tweet saves the day. So here um, I... I give you a scenario, a hypothetical one, could be real sometime, and I ask you, what would you tweet in that scenario, right? So here's your scenario for a tweet saves the day. There is an advocacy group which states that for any health tech to be used, it must pass through the gold standard of an RCT, a randomized control trial. Yet, Others point out that setting such a standard would stifle innovation and deprive people of getting access to solutions that would better the quality of life. As someone who has seen it all, you are called and asked in to weigh on the situation. What would you tweet? Well, randomized control trials are essential to determining the broad scale efficacy of a solution. I think there are many steps along that path where you can start with uh, individual trials, proof of concepts, and help people get access to technology earlier. We saw this happen with uh, we saw this happen with the vaccines, right? Yeah, emergency yeah. youth. We see this with orphan drugs, uh, orphan diseases where new drugs can come on and maybe you don't have a broad enough population or it will take too much time to do randomized controlled trials. So again, it's all a continuum and I, I don't disagree with the statement, um, but I would say that finding paths where we can get people using it earlier and testing it earlier and getting feedback earlier will power our path to getting to broad scale adoption and randomized controlled trials. We don't have to wait until we get all the way there. Mm, yeah. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Great. Um, so Jeremiah, so we completed all our fun segments. It was really good to hear your perspectives on these. And uh, once again, I'd like to remind our audience that 
I just finished a podcast recording with Jeremy Robinson, founder and CEO of Psionic, where we talked in depth about what they're doing, the bionic clothing that they're developing. Uh, the, you know, they've already gone on to the trial phase and, you know, would be applying for a US FDA F510K next year, I think. So there are a lot of exciting stuff on how the solution was built, how AI is used in the product. And I would really uh, urge the listeners to go and listen to that. It, it'll be a fun and engaging podcast. So thank you so much. Thank you so much, Jeremiah, for agreeing to be on the U Plus AI podcast. It was such a pleasure to have you here. Thank you. Thank you so much.